This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hey, if you're like me and love role-playing in the fabulous and fantastic realms of pulp fantasy, Northwind Adventures has a Kickstarter for you. Hyperborea, the world of astonishing swordsmen, sorcerers, and weird fantasy is back with a third edition, now split into two hardback books. Author Jeff Talanian has refined the game to give you even more hard-hitting adventures and mystical places that come to life at your table. Along with a solid rule set that evokes the creations of authors such as Howard Lieber and Lovecraft, the game has been revised and retooled to make it even more exciting while maintaining the feel and ease of use of the previous editions. More spells, more monsters, and all 26 classes have been enhanced to give you the best weird fantasy experience possible. Not only that, but Kickstarter backers will also get an Atlas of Hyperborea, going into more detail on the land beyond the North Wind. All this plus a new introductory module. How can you beat that? For more info and to back the Kickstarter, visit kickstarter.com and search for Hyperborea 3E. Better hurry, though. This Kickstarter ends July 31st. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hey folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day out today. Hey, I want to talk about your environment, or I should say the player character's environment, because how you use your environment, environment, excuse me, is pretty important sometimes, a lot of the times, especially if you're in a dangerous situation or you're hot and heavy into combat. You know what taught me this, what made a big impression is, I don't remember which issue this was, but this was, I I happened to, like I said, I'm not a big comic book reader, but I know people who are. I've had a roommate for five years who was, who would have, you know, he'd have a pull list at the store and he'd follow certain comics. He showed me one time an issue of Captain America where Cap got thrown off a building, a really high building. And it was obvious that if he didn't do something, he was going to die. He was going to go splat on the ground. What he did, he used his environment. He managed to maneuver his body to hit ledges, to hit awnings, to hit anything that would slow his fall. And I don't even think he had a shield. Otherwise, he would have put a shield under him. But he had the presence of mind, and he knew how to tactically use his environment to his advantage. And that made a big impression on me. And after that, that's when I was playing a lot of champions. After that, I came up with a character called Dire Wolf, who was basically a kind of a quasi-Batman, Captain America, Moon Knight-type character who had a magic ring that helped him out. guess he mixed his little Green Lantern in there because he can do certain spells from the, the Guardians of the White Wolf. And he was like one of their champions. And he did. he was pretty much like a Cap slash Batman. I mean, he carried around a net to entangle people. He had a rifle that shot rubber bullets slung on his back 
And he was just one of those like street level, not really street level, but I mean, he had the ring game, a little, a little superpower, but not much because it had charges. It was on a, it was on a power VPP and a power pool. So he couldn't rely on that all the time, but he would try and use it effectively. Anyway, the point is when he, when I was playing him, he, he kept run, running into things that the ring wouldn't affect like, giant robots or something like that so he got really good at like at the beginning of combat my face comes up he asks, the gm's asking me what i'm going to do and i say okay what's around me i look around and say we're in a warehouse look around me okay there's a shelf up there there's a bunch of boxes over there what can i use with my skills to get over on this thing and he would just, I would just think of the most outlandish things that seem plausible. Remember, we're not dealing in, in a role playing game, you do not deal with plausible, you deal with plausible. So he'd be doing stuffing like parkouring over the, parkouring against the wall and grabbing that shelf and flipping him over and flipping him on the back of the robot where it can't see him. And, you know, he had maybe in the ring, it gave, uh, there was a spell in the ring that gave him wolf claws. He could claw his way through the, the head of the, the back of the head of the robot and try and pull out some wires and stomp and stuff like that. So he was using what he had along with the ring. He's using the environment. And I think more players should do that no matter what game it is. I mean, when I go into a battle with with anything, and in the wilderness, outside, inside, wherever, I look, I try to have my character look around and see what's there I can use to do that. My Grok, my barbarian from our our 5e campaign that we did, he got he got Strahd good one time because he had some really good roles. And basically he was, we had a burning tree with some evil druids and he comes up on a, he comes up on a, Strahd comes up on a nightmare. And I managed to throw this, this spear into the side of the nightmare and, and toss my, see, toss my, my way up. And well, actually I didn't really toss my way up. I hung on to that thing and managed to steer that nightmare into the burning bush. And yes, you have to have good rolls for this. You know, that just goes without saying, but you got to try. So, and he managed to burn the ever loving bejeebus out of Strahd and his, and his mount. And Strahd, you know, he turned into mist or whatever and, and, you know, got away. Of course, that's like one of the many times we got out, went over on Strahd. But the point is, he was using what he had. He wanted to get him somehow into that tree, and so he had a spear, and he used it. So this is the kind of thing that I think player characters should think about, at least most player characters. Yes, use your skills, use your, your maneuvers, whatever, but think about what's around you and how you can do those maneuvers. That is very important. That is my wisdom for the day, if you call it that, because i gotta, I got to go start my day. Anyway, if you want to talk to me or or you want to talk to me or or talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. We have a single donation option also on my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. You can 
you can you can donate whatever you want from three bucks all the way on up to whatever you want i would like to thank these people who do it monthly jonathan oliver gilbert juan carlos daniel dan benjamin jason john allen aaron michael randy and joe thank you guys i appreciate it if you want to hear some good podcasts there's dan greg's the young y-u-n-g young grognarian podcast marxy wallring's the yawning albert podcast kevin over at the red caps podcast does a fine job big john allen large in the red dice diaries Daniel Norton at Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe at Biggest Geekus, and my friend Eric Tinkar's ta- Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.